recording. Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the Glow Show. Or as they would say in Deutschland. Here we go. I love it. I've been learning German and I'm getting decent at it. He's getting really good. He's like... Hold on, don't... No, go ahead. You're doing good. Hello. We are Zaid, Charles, and Hannah. See. We're housing the Glow Show. Uh... We are coming out Rochester, New York. Nice. I think that was three complete sentences. I'm sure people will give you some corrections, but I feel like Probably. that's good. I, that housing, I, I don't remember the plural form for for we of I'm called, but... That's okay. Yeah. You're doing good. Nice job. Um, ich habe Durst. I'm thirsty. Your phone is blowing up. Are you sure you I'm don't thirsty. want to check and make sure everything's okay? Yeah. I'm good. All right. He. I don't understand. His phone started ringing right before I hit record, and I was like, "Don't you want to answer it?" And he was like, "No, uh, it's probably not important." It's probably spam or like students. I don't. <laughs> either way. You're on spring break. Yeah. So to, I had a kid ask me. He was like, "Mr. D, can you come? Can you do an office hours this week?" And I was like, "You know, bud. Normally I would, but like it's spring break." <laughs> If it was a weekend, I would. I know. But I, 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 I'm at a stage in teaching this year where I'm like, if a kid can't come to an office hours any day after school or all day Wednesday, like I'm not going to give up my weekend also, for them to come. I feel like setting professional boundaries is so important. Yeah, but it's so hard right now. because I, I, w- I would like to be tenured. Of course, uh, but you know, you <laughs> so, can't, can't always get what you want. No, um, I feel like I look like a supervillain in this red. Maybe on camera. Mr. Bond. I'm wearing your hoodie right now. It's true. It's a boyfriend. It's a husband hoodie kind of day. Mm. But um, it's two squirrels fighting outside. Are they fighting over our trash? Because they do that a lot. Yeah. We should probably explain why we both have massive water bottles. Oh, uh, because we're thirsty. No, that's not why. Because uh, we're getting we're our thirsty. second. Our sec- <laughs> we're having thirst. Okay, That's how do you say we are thirsty really? in German? Yeah. Wow, well, you know a lot. You're getting really good. That was, I, I this know. Is impressive. I, I appreciate know. this. Um, because we are getting um, our second round of the vaccine today. That's why. And Hannah is too bougie for tap water. No, that's not true. I just like the Saratoga water a lot. So yeah, so we're trying to. They, we've heard that if you drink a lot, I had no side effects at all after the first one. I was a little messed Hannah up. Hannah was sick, but I, I played D D the next day, like yeah. no problem. Hopefully, I'm going to do that tomorrow as well. We'll see. Well, it is Easter. Oh, happy Easter, everyone! Oh yeah, they'll see this on Easter. Yeah, happy Easter! If you Hello. celebrate, we're going to be eating some ham tomorrow in celebration. Hopefully, this will be our last fully quarantined holiday. Yeah. Do you realize that? Because my parents are vaccinated. Your parents are vaccinated for the most part. This True. might be our fully... We're still doing this one online virtually because we won't be fully mm-hmm. vaccinated for two more weeks after we get the vaccine. But this might be our... This very well might be our last quarantine holiday. It very well could that be. That makes me want to cry. That's so exciting. I still would like to wait until the majority of our family is vaccinated. Oh, but, duh, yeah. Although new reports are showing that they are saying people who have the vaccine aren't even carrying the disease. I know. Which would be great. But It would be great. Um, yeah, so we're trying to hydrate to try and uh, curb, the side, curb the side effects. I normally drink a shit ton of water. It's like an old uh, wrestling habit. Yeah, like, you're more hydrated than but, I am. Um, yeah. 
I'm, I'm usually pretty hydrated, but I've been drinking an extra amount. These are what, one liter? <laughs> so since yesterday, I've drank seven liters of water. I got four. I know. Well, this is my yeah. fifth. Ooh, so. I bumped the camera. That's sorry. Okay. Um, I was going to say, if you want to keep up with the vaccination journey, you should check out the podcast or the Cross vlog. promotion. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah. Such a YouTuber. No, you should check out the vlog channel because I've been vlogging, doing like daily vlogs. And Charles is in a lot of them for now. Because you've been on spring. What well, the fuck on, does that mean? <laughs> on spring break, I meant. You won't like be as consistently in the one spring break is over. I feel like. I think I should change the beneficiary of oh, my life okay. insurance policy. <laughs> that was a little sus. Whoo. So Charles has been in them, and he'll always be in them. And um, we've you. been doing vlogging, and it's kind of fun over there. I actually have been. I'm almost sad. It's getting. It's starting to grow more, which is obviously what you want as a YouTuber. You want your channels to grow, but it's kind of fun how small and nice yeah. everyone is, and yeah. like it's such a positive, uplifting place right now. I agree. Whereas, like sometimes my main channel comment section just turns into like just the absolute worst so it's kind of fun having like a little a little account nobody really knows about and like you know vlogging but we're gonna vlog the vaccine stuff and side effects and everything like that so if you want to see follow us more reasonable well, obviously update you guys next week but if you want to follow along a more updated journey kind of quicker yeah. you could follow along on the vlog channel Hannah glow yeah. uh, the newest part of the glow galaxy I just made that up on the spot. It's good though, I right? Quit. We're done with you. You got three channels now. That's a lot. Kid, you're a professional you know, it's YouTuber. So crazy. I always used to be like, oh, I'd never do that. But like, it's kind of fun having multiple channels. And the like, vlogs are very fun. Yeah, I love them. the The podcast is usually fun. Yeah. Except for when technology doesn't work. Which I feel like the main channel is work. Yes. For, oh, yes. For you. You know how we were talking about how I feel like I don't have a lot of hobbies right now because. YouTube was my only hobby and then it became my job. I feel re-excited about my hobby of YouTube again by doing this podcast yeah. and the vlog channel. Like I am re-excited to do, not that my main channel doesn't excite me and I don't still love doing it, but I'm definitely like, it's, you're exactly right. It's my job. Whereas the vlog channel now has been like my fun little side project. And it's really cool that so many people seem to like it. I uploaded that first one. You can tell them. I was so nervous. And I was just like, I watched it like 10 yeah, times. You were I was like, I don't think I should upload it wasn't this. It was good. No, too. it wasn't even bad. But I was just like, I don't think I should upload this. People are going to think it's weird. But yeah. people seem to really like it, which is really exciting. Yeah. So that's been a fun that's little good. thing. My hobby of video gaming has been reignited. 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 <laughs> reignited. Um, reignited by the. Uh, Buy and place got a PlayStation Five. We finally I'm got very one. Excited. It took months. We've not many games out on it, but I've been playing Demon Souls. That was very harder good. to get than some of the most sought after makeup collections of all time. Yeah. Like we were trying to get it, and Charles, I think Charles has never had to go through the trauma of trying to buy a palette on first launch that's so hyped. I definitely have never Because done he that. was on the website for the PS5 and was like trying to, he was just like, after a minute, he was like, oh, I'm in a virtual line, I'm going to leave the line. I was like, don't leave the line! The thing is, <laughs> I have a lot more patience than you do. That's not true. You wanted to leave, a, oh, you mean like you didn't care if you got it now. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was like ready. In the sense that like yeah. I can't stick around forever, but I'm willing to wait to get it. I'll stick around forever so I don't have to wait four yeah. months. But I felt bad, you have to understand the pressure I felt because it was supposed to be your Christmas present for me. True. So I had nothing to give you on Christmas besides like random like little I mean, things. You still I got you. me like ten other gifts. Yeah, but. but like little things. But that was supposed to be my big gift to you. So I did, and it was also supposed to be your brother's gift. We still don't it's have true. one for your brother. I'll get one eventually. I know, but I'm just you know, it made me laugh though because that's like so exactly how makeup launches are. Is like you have to be patient. 
you have to wait in the virtual line, you have to be on, yeah, and you just didn't care. You were like, no, I don't want to do this. I don't think I want anything that bad. I don't think I, I would can't wait relate. in line. That's my whole life. I, the, I, the closest I can think of is like back in the day before you could buy digital copies of games. I would like go to the midnight release of like Skyrim. That's like an experience. Or, like the new I feel Pokemon like. games or something. Like it's an experience, you know. Oh, well, it's definitely an experience. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like, but I feel like it's like something, you know, like you did it, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's uh, that's that's it, it. That was always interesting to me because, and it's the same thing when I go to like events at game shops and stuff, because I'm like a full blown nerd, mm-hmm. but like I feel like I'm. There's some people that are just so like. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say this. No, I know what you're going to say. Some people are so, like... In it. Like, they, they make their whole life yeah. about, like, uh, their their hobbies, and I am not that person. No. So it's always weird to me to, to go and, like, you see, like, you're going to, like, a Skyrim release, and there's people in, like, full costume, and you're like, damn, dude, like, you're taking this, you're, like, into this. And it's cool, but it's just, it's just not me. My sister it's was kind of like that, though. She would go to, like... We would, we, and even me to an extent, we would go to, like, the Harry Potter. Remember I said don't drag the water pill? No, it's fine. Uh, my sister and I would go to, like, the Harry Potter midnight releases, and we would, like, we wouldn't, like, dress up, but we had, like, you know, T-shirts. and Yeah. I remember when I went to the Jonas Brothers 3D concert, it was at a time when they said that the Jonas Brothers were going to be randomly popping up in theaters to, like, promote the movie. Like, they would randomly show up and in the beginning. And thought they were going to show up in Weedsport, New Syracuse, York. Syracuse, New York, yeah. <laughs> I absolutely thought they were going to show up. So I wore all of my... I decked myself out in Jonas Brothers apparel. And I went to the theater. And at, I, when I was at the mall, to, before I went in, I was in the food court and I was looking for them. I was looking for their <laughs> security guard because I knew what their security guard looked like. Oh, Big my Rob. gosh. And I was looking for them. And then I, the whole movie, I was waiting. And when they didn't come out at the beginning, I was like, maybe they'll come out at the end. They didn't. And I was really upset because I wore my like my VIP pass from their concert. I know. It was a lot. Yeah. I went, I've gone I, went, to, I went through a lot. <laughs> I've gone to a couple midnight releases for movies. Yeah, but mostly. I, I'm, I Mostly like Marvel movies. That I, I don't even really like Marvel, but all my friends would go. And then, yeah. So what are some current events this week? That we were going to talk well, about. On, on this week's episode of Our Dogs Are Trying to End Their Own Lives, uh, Oliver decided. Oliver, all, why didn't we record last weekend, by the, week, by the way? I didn't feel good. Is that why? I didn't remember. I was depressed. I don't know. I was like, I had a rough weekend last weekend. But. Sorry to say no, it's okay. it, but Oliver, <laughs> our sweet, wonderful boy, He's the best. has had some digestive issues. Yeah. And uh, he's been having a very rough, rough week. He's been eating a diet of rice and uh, pumpkin pumpkin with, like, some digestive medicine added to it. Mm -hmm. And we're, like, four days out now, and we're still not seeing any improvement, so he might need to go back to the vet. I'm thinking he might need to be on, like, a special diet. Mm -hmm. But last night, so he was already having those issues, right? As because he's been so hungry, I think even though we give him so much food, we he gets so, a lot. I think because he's not eating like meat, like his normal food, he feels hungry. So he's been eating everything off the ground, and his mm-hmm. begging has been like ten times worse. And last night he got into something. I don't even. I don't know what it was. Either he we had some suspicions. It was either he 
Charles, we got Cheesecake Factory last night, and Charles got chicken and veggies, and we think that maybe he, he is allergic to chicken. Which we know. Which we know. And he we think that he might have licked the top of the container that the food came in, and it had the chicken, and not only the chicken, but it also had, like, juices and spices that maybe irritated him. Or he got bit or stung by some type of bug because at some point. Because his one whole side of his face... Ballooned. was like five times its normal size. Yeah. It, poor guy. It was, It was. we were a little scared. We called the ER vet because we've never had that happen before. He's never swelled up. He's, yeah. He gets red all the time. Like, But he was like sw- swollen. His bottom lip was like, like it, normally it's just like the size of a pencil. It was like the size of a roll of coins. It was huge. Like it's swell. It was like And huge. he was actively trying to get it. Like he was pawing at his face because he yeah. could feel it swelling, which is the most saddest thing ever yeah um so they told us to give him a benadryl which we kind of had to force down his throat i literally didn't want to eat it well we didn't want to mix food we didn't want to give him any more food because we were like well what if it's yeah, right food? exactly so we just had to do it without anything and we like shoved it down his throat <laughs> and he ate it good on him but then he um was fine he's it's yeah. it didn't stop completely but the swelling definitely went down a little bit and they said as long as it went down a little bit and it didn't get worse we didn't have to yeah. worry and then we set alarms for about every two hours to wake up and check on him. And he was fine. I mean, he I think he was more annoyed that we were um, waking him up. Him up shining a flashlight in his face. Yeah, but he was fine. But yeah, he was all right. Our poor buddy. So he's having he has some type of issue. But he's fine now. I think the, pretty much all the swelling has gone down now and all the redness is gone. He's maybe a little puffy, but it's not bad anymore. Yeah. So that's on this week of us being bad pet parents. <laughs> Yeah, it's I, horrible. Lately. I mean, we knew uh, we knew that they the short nose breeds have a lot of health problems. We thought like five years from now. They yeah, would have. but I I was not expecting uh, what this like every weekly issues between the two of them. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Well, and I'm glad we didn't have to take him into the vet too, just because we I feel like the ER vet is going to start. I know. Thinking we're like awful <laughs> people, but we can't help it. They just yeah. We were, and also I think we're both anxious people, and we truly. I know it's like oh, you know, your dogs or your children. We truly treat our dogs like they're our children, mm-hmm. like we really do. And it, like when something's wrong with them, I don't care if people think I'm crazy. Like I'm going to take them in to ba- make sure everything's okay. You know, like that's just how I am. So I think that also contributes to it because we've definitely taken them in at certain times when they probably didn't need to go in, but we were just like anxious. Yeah. Yeah. Like that time Stella blew up like a balloon <laughs> for no reason <laughs> other than she just eats too much. Yeah. She's just too, oh my God. Anyway, so any current events you would like to talk about today? No, it was a relatively uneventful week. It was pretty, uh, nothing, nothing, really nothing really happened in the YouTube sphere. Uh, no, I mean, obviously we have to talk a little bit about James Charles. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I mean, I already I did a I did a video on my main channel about it that has been live now and it's doing pretty well yeah. as far as a video for me goes, which is always it's nice when videos that you're passionate about do well. I really despise that I views come in when it's stuff that's this negative. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a weird feeling, but um, those are my thoughts. What are your thoughts? You have some interesting thoughts. I think. I don't know. You know what the thing is? Is I. I genuinely feel like James believes everything he said in that video. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he thinks that he's being honest with us. Yeah. And I feel like maybe he needs to dig a little bit deeper to understand 
were these issues, why he has done the things that he has done. Isn't it almost like scary, though, that that's the case? Because he really thinks that the excuse of, I was just being desperate, is a good enough excuse to justify. But this, I don't think, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he fully understands what he did is wrong. That's what I mean. Like, I think he knows it's bad and that he shouldn't have done it. But I don't think he has a full scope of understanding. Because how could you in two weeks? Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't. But, yeah, I don't know. And honestly, like, I think this just shows that we need to have a bigger discussion about, like, how how do I want to say this? In no way am I saying that, like, James is a victim of anything. But, like, I feel like these, these people get power and fame very very young and they just don't have a shot at coming out normal no you know what i mean no and i think that's what probably what happened to james was he was so surrounded by people who were just trying you know trying to make a buck off of him were trying to uh you know say just like say yes He's to surrounded him. by yes men it's the same thing i think happened with david dobrik yeah. too is they grew up really with this fame and influence and they just never became socially adjusted. So now they're all fucked up in the head and they don't understand how their actions have consequences. Taylor Swift actually in her um, documentary she did on Netflix, this isn't obviously about her, but she made a really good point about how for a long time she felt like she was emotionally stunted at the age that she got famous at. She got famous at like 16 and she says that she always felt like she was emotionally stuck in this 16-year-old yeah. mindset for so long because of that, what you just said. Yeah. And I think that it's an interest. Not that I'm saying it excuses anything David or James did. No, not, not, not even either. remotely. No, it doesn't excuse it. But I think it's an interesting phenomenon that we're seeing, especially now in the age of social media, where it's 10 times easier for your everyday person to become right. famous. And it's, it really is like everybody. Everybody, yeah, it's all I mean, of them. The TikTok kids. James Charles. Uh, Tana. Tana Mojo. Uh, David Dobrik. Dixie and Charlie, I'm sure, are going to have. I'm sure they'll have things. You know what I mean? Even yeah. to some extent, Shane Dawson, but his was, he oh, was young so long ago. a long time ago. But yeah. I mean, the same thing. He grew into adulthood with like this this power and fame. And I just really feel like it screws a person up. You look at the people who got famous at an older age, Jenna Marbles, Rhett and Link, like people who were a little bit older when they started, they're so much more well-adjusted to the YouTube space. Right. And so much, not that they haven't made mistakes, because all of those critics, have, when you're on the platform Well, I think Rhett years, and Link are kind of a different story, too, because they got, they got famous young. I thought they were a little bit older. They were in, like, their 20s. Uh, I think, like, their early 20s, though. They have a whole, they have I an interesting podcast series. Their 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 blow up to fame wasn't the same like level. Oh okay. Because they were part of like a church, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like a whole thing. Okay. They they have an ear biscuits episode. You know way about more it, about it than I do. Yeah. I was just saying people who I think start especially at YouTube so much younger. I think that it can really yeah. What's her name? Haley. Um, Haley Fam. Haley Fam did that whole thing. I, I feel like we should talk about that too. I feel like we have an interesting perspective yeah, on that. I feel yeah. So I, I just feel like they these people don't even have a shot at being normal. And mm-hmm. I think, again, not saying this is like an excuse or like to justify his behavior. I'm just saying, I think like that is a separate issue that needs to be addressed. Is like how we can help these these young YouTubers properly grow and socially mature so this stops happening. Yeah. 
because I was asking myself the question the other day. I was like, why is this happening to everybody? Everybody. Everybody. It's like every single, and it's, the answer is, like, they just, they they don't, it's something to do, the answer has to be in the way they grow up with I also think there's something to be said about the phenomenon of all influencers living in the same place together. For and sure. how toxic that is. For sure. Because all of them living in L.A. together and feed... This is the thing. If you're not... If you do this... And I can attest to this because I do this job uh, on a much smaller scale than these people. But, like, I do this job. It is. It would be so ridiculously easy if you were surrounded by other people to absolutely just lose your mind in all of this. Yeah. Like, you... To not have normal people around you who are like, your job is not that really difficult. You're lucky. You're you're blessed to be in this position. It's a privilege you get to be in this mm-hmm. position. It's not just something you deserve because you... You know what I mean? Like, to have people around you that ground you is so vitally important doing a job like social media. And none of them really have that because in yeah. L.A., the culture is all about... Who can you be seen with? How can you rise to the top faster by being friends with all of these people? You're going to say whatever they want you to say to make them friends with you. Like, it's a toxic, toxic place to be in. And also, like, the parties. And, like, you have to be here. You have to be seen. You want to be seen by the Hollywood fix, that stupid, you know, paparazzi that's made these influencer things, make them think that they're, like, actual celebrities. Like, the whole culture out in Los Angeles, I think, plays a massive, massive role in why things happen the way that they happen. Yeah. Absolutely. No, yeah. And this isn't just a thing that's exclusive to YouTube either. I mean, no. I, I know you don't follow too much on like Twitch stuff, but every day, every single day, there's a new thing on Twitch about a new a streamer that did the exact same thing. They were talking to underage people. They were sending pictures to underage people. And it's just like, it's rampant. Mm-hmm. And, and there, there has to be a reason for it. Like, not a justification, but there has to be, it just in my mind, I feel like there has to be a reason that this is happening that we can point at and like cut it off at the root. You know what I mean? Well, because it's too much to believe that all of these horrible people just happen to also become the most powerful and prominent in these industries. Right. It, it makes, it's, it doesn't make sense that that's, it, there has to be a correlation of something about the industry that creates this yeah, type of problem, it, not vice versa. It makes more sense to me. This is basically what you just said, but it makes more sense to me that, uh, People are changed by by the fame and the power rather than the fame and the power is attracted to those types of people to yes, begin with. Completely agree. So I don't know that, and I think because here's the thing: when you watch James's apology video, I think like you're kind of like, oh, well, he actually seems sorry. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he did get tricked, but then you stop and you think about it, and you're like, wait a minute, though, like. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> we're talking about minors. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're talking about children. And I, I think. A part of the reason it comes off so genuine, at least to me, I know a lot of people said it didn't, but to me, it no, I seems, think a lot of people thought it was genuine. I think, as well. I think, was because he himself doesn't understand what he did wrong. Yeah, and that's why I think here this this is where it gets tricky because like the the another problem about it is like. It's not like we're dealing with, you know, he lied about his sponsorship or he like or, or, you know, he had hair in his lipsticks or something like we're talking about an actual crime, criminal offense affecting minors that could potentially fuck up these minors for life. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's not the, the, the problem is it's not like this is not something that 
even if he personally does redeem himself and become a better person, like he, he can't come back from this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if we, if we, we, we as a YouTube community can't let him come back from I it. I agree. Because then that just shows the next person that they can do it with no consequences. I agree. You I, know? I will add on to that, that I think another large issue that I wish I had touched on in my video, but I've just been thinking about it the past day or two is that I don't think that, and this is just from reading comments on my video, I don't think that people see children as children the same way that we used to think of children. Because I think that social media has made us think that kids are a lot older and more mature than biologically they actually are. Because it's true that kids nowadays are way more informed than I was at 16. They're see? way more... Well, let me finish. Yeah, go ahead. They're way more, like, and so people take kids' level of maturity, which they really don't have. It's an illusion of maturity. They take that and they say, well, these kids know what they're doing. They have a comprehensive understanding that they're lying to him. Like, they, it's all them. It's them, them, them. And the problem is, I think, because people don't view children as children anymore, I think that that's adding on to this as well, like adding on to everything. This is a whole deeper issue. I know. It's, it's I, a lot. It's I, a really I agree topic. with you on one hand, but I don't, because I deal with kids every yeah. day. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's my job. And I, I deal with 14 to 18-year-olds. And I don't think that the average 14 to 18-year-old is any more mature than we were when no. we were that age. Yeah. I think the problem is we have representations of, in the media of teenagers being older than they are. That's like, a good point. All of these teen dramas and shit where, like, you have, like, 30-year-old actors playing 18-year-olds, and they're in situations that 18 or 15-year-olds don't get into. that's such a good point. Do you know what I mean? That's such a good point. Because like, how many times do we watch freaking TV shows and they have teenagers in high school and sex scenes, and I, you and I, I are like, what the, like, every, what are we doing? Every show. I mean, 13 Reasons Why. All of them. Like, everything, everything. All of them have it. And that coupled with the fact that the 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 social media icon mm -hmm. has become more of like a thing that and we see these 16, 17, 18 year olds like James once was living these super lives that are like way more mature than the average person totally because they're famous and they have money and they have content and shit. They do stuff that the average 14 and 15 year old doesn't do. So it's kind of like this duality of like mainstream media and then seeing like these these influencers and the way they live their lives that gives people this idea that kids are more mature. But I really they don't really think aren't. they are. I don't think they are either. I work with, I've worked with kids around that age as well just for my internships and stuff and I agree yeah. with your consensus there. Yeah. I think we could do a whole podcast about that topic. That's a very good topic. Yeah. So maybe we'll we'll pause it here for a sec because I yeah, feel we, like we could back I, up to more about James. No, I genuinely feel well. We've already been talking for forty minutes now, yeah. but I think that was genuinely like a very good point that you just touched on, and I think that's well, something that's you. worth discussing. You're welcome. Um, was there any other? Sort of I I just want to be clear though about with the James Charles oh, thing that like I don't think there like he obviously was in the wrong mm -hmm. he obviously like he committed a crime yeah. he should he should face consequences for the for that crime yeah. and he should he should have his platform taken i will say for the most part if you don't watch the vlog that i posted but charles is a very big help when it comes to these videos for me he helps kind of be a bouncing board so a lot of the opinions pretty much every opinion i said in my video charles shares minus like one yeah. so i will say that like cuz i feel like maybe I, I just don't want people to get the wrong idea so you're because, to it. because we just because I can understand 
his mindset doesn't yeah. mean I agree with it. No, it doesn't mean it shouldn't be punished. Yeah. By law right. or some other way. Yeah. So. The other thing I thought would be interesting to talk about was, which I didn't talk about on my main channel, but you actually know about this, is the Ryan Trahan and Haley Pham wedding situation. Yeah. I feel like you have some thoughts on this. Because you watched the apology video with me. So for those of you that don't know, Haley Pham and Ryan Trahan, they're two, they're a YouTube couple. They announced that they were engaged uh, last year. They did a whole wedding series on their channel, but then it was time when it was time for the actual wedding to happen, they kind of went silent. Um, and it has been speculated for months that they had a wedding during COVID, especially during, it was in November, so it would have been kind of the peak of COVID cases, said that they had a wedding without masks. And um, they confirmed that that was true and made an apology video a couple of days ago. And I thought you might have some thoughts on this. I feel like I have weird thoughts on this. because I, what Your, I've your seen thoughts are unpopular, but... On YouTube, like, people don't uh, agree with me. I, I, I think, I think the... I might be a little uninformed on the issue just in the sense that, like, the people's main argument was, well, they only did this because they were facing criticism. Yeah. And that might be true. Like, I don't, I don't. No, it I is don't. true. They probably wouldn't have yeah. said anything. But that's anything ever. Yeah. <laughs> but I, 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 I feel like, especially in comparison to this James thing, James thing mm-hmm. we can look at these two issues, like, separately. Oh, like what yeah. James did is not redeemable. Yeah. But I I really do feel like what Haley and I don't know the guy's Ryan. name, but what they did, like they made a mistake, mm-hmm. right? They're kids. I, I, they really are young. I feel like, and I know this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like maybe let's just see if they actually do learn and grow before we're totally yeah. like, yeah, fuck. Like, no, I agree. I don't know. My whole thing is they did it. They can't change the fact that they did it. That's the thing. So what, this is my problem sometimes with YouTube apologies and kind of the whole, you know, culture around that is because it's like, I understand that, you know, you don't want to, if you don't want to forgive someone, I'm the first person to be like, yeah, don't do it. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. And I'm not saying I forgive them for doing that because as a person who had to push my wedding (laughs) another year, like I, I get it. But at the same time. I can sit here and be like, well, you did it. I feel like as far as apologizing for an action that they did that they can't change, it was a it was a good apology. But it's kind of like you just have well, to wait and see. That's you know? that's that's the thing, is like I really feel like it was a, a good apology. Yeah, I, I feel like too. they took accountability for it. They said what they did wrong. Same. Like what else can they, they really donated money. What else can they really do? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like but this and this is what I said bad way back in the shame thing too, is like I think when you do these things and you're a YouTuber, you just have to take the heat for it. Yeah, and exactly. Like, you have to continue taking the heat for it forever. Yeah. So, like, I feel like you. there's nothing they can do to further fix the situation yeah. other than just, like, igno- own their mistake forever. Yeah. Because the problem with, like, what Shane did, right, mm-hmm. was he 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 didn't own that mistake. And yeah. Jeffrey, the same thing with Jeffrey Starr. They tried like, to pipe. Well, why do we keep hearing about this? Yes. Like, I already apologized. And it's like, well, yeah, you have to hear about it forever. Yeah. Like, because you did it and you carry that with you forever. Yes. So you, there is no point in time which you can stop, like, in which people should stop being mad at you because you did it. Yes. You know what I mean? All you can do is work to gain back the trust of the people who are willing to forgive you and, and that's, take that. And I will say... Having gone through situations and like on YouTube where people are mad at me about situations, it's hard to do because you you do feel like you're like man, 
this is going to follow me. But that's just the price you have to pay as a right. public figure. Like some people are going to choose to forgive you and you have to earn back the trust of those who are willing to and you have to take the heat for the right. people that won't. And honestly, these people are earning millions of dollars. Yeah, so, it's, like, it's well worth it. You're it's, well part of, it's part of the job description. Completely like agree. suck it up. Completely you know agree. I mean? My other thinking about it too is there's so many influencers that have been partying consistently throughout this pandemic and like going to rage. And we don't hear anything from them that is close to anything genuine, like a genuine apology yeah. for throwing these huge parties. And like, I at least appreciate that they acknowledge that it was wrong and they acknowledge right. that they were being selfish and they acknowledge that it was stupid and they donated money because that's more than we got from all these other influencers who were throwing ragers and right. then we're like, fuck COVID, we don't care. Like, I, I just, I feel like I can appreciate that at the, least. And, and I think this is a case in which they can, sh- if they show do show themselves to be changed people and more mature, where we can, like, start to forgive a little, not necessarily forgive, but start to, like, move forward, like, not throw them off the platform. It's, like, what they did... And, but here's the here's the problem is some people might disagree with me. We're not fans like if of I that. if people had family members who died from COVID, yeah. like they they that person might be like they, you can never redeem them in my eyes, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah, I'm just saying for me personally, I feel like this is it's not something that makes it that irredeemable like in the James situation. I also think we're a little bit different because we're not actively fans of either of them, that's so we don't true. have a horse in the race. Like, to us, it's like, I haven't, I mean, I did that whole deep dive into her career, but I haven't been following her for years. I have no expectations for Haley and Ryan. Like, I don't really, I'm not a fan of them. So for us, it's a little bit different, too, because I think fans of them were definitely more disappointed by the lies and the dishonesty than anything else. And that's something that I think is really interesting, too. I think they would have gotten less heat overall if they had just been honest about it than trying to hide it for all these months and then come out and say, like, oh, yeah, sorry. You know. I think part of the problem with with social media, celeb people being celebrities through social media in general, and really just celebrities in general. I mean, the regular celebrities is at the end of the day, they are people. Yeah. They're going to make mistakes, and social. I feel like a lot of social media people are held more accountable for their mistakes. Well, you kind of have to be. Well, yeah. Be- a because their lives are so much more public than the average celebrity, and you influence other people. right? And B because you have a, that direct pipeline of comments, and like you have that direct commentary. Yeah, that's true. So I feel like in every influencer's career, no matter how good they are, they're gonna do something wrong because mm-hmm. they're a person, and and really, it's just how do they handle that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I completely agree. With and you. not not all sins are the same. No. Like obviously, like this is not on the same level as the James Charles stuff. Like this, or is, like Jeffrey, or, or Shane. like Shane, yeah. where these people these had these patterns of, of behavior that. Yeah. But I don't know. No, I, just, I agree with you. I think though, just to finish off on that point, I do think that because I think influencers are rightfully criticized because I do feel like there is a level of influence that even celebrities don't have that influencers have and I think that influence needs to be taken seriously and also on top of that what you already said you are being so well compensated for this job that if your job is to remain like a good influence for others I don't think that that's unreasonable like I don't think it's unreasonable to one of a deciding factor when we pushed our wedding too was even if it was like safe because we knew we'd have vaccines by then we don't want to promote having a wedding too soon with right. COVID. That was that was like a decision, part of our decision making. And I know a lot of other people who are influencers have done gone through that and stuff. So, but I think part of that too, you get is, paid well enough that you need to just like right. And we're older, it. and I think we understand that, and we understand that we, well, mostly you, but a little bit me, 
are like more public figures yes. now, and we need to live our lives to higher standards. Yes. So I don't know, I, I, but I feel like again we understand that yeah. because we're old. I mean, I'm going to be thirty. We are old. Yeah. How old am I? I'm twenty eight. Right? I'm going to be twenty nine. Yeah, I'm twenty six. And you're twenty six, so it's like I we, mean, we 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 we've been around. We get it. But that's interesting. Well, today, the main topic for today, we decided that we wanted to do assumptions about us and answering your assumptions about us. So I asked you guys on Instagram. Yeah, nice, nice and easy before we get our vaccines. We're a little low energy today just yeah. because we, um, I, I have a sin- I have sinus well, stuff. And we and, didn't sleep last night because of Oliver. Yeah, we needed, we needed something a little bit easier. So, so. okay. Uh, first assumption, that you will always stay up later than him. That is true 99% of the time. Charles, though, when he... when it, So, the, the time I'm thinking of is Charles, at one point in time, was just in school, but he wasn't doing any sort of internship. There was a six-month period where he was only taking classes, and they were pretty much all online. Um, and Charles would stay up until, like, eight in the morning, and I would go to bed early, and I'd wake up, and he would still be freaking awake or, yeah. like, sleep until 2 p.m. Like, you, when you're not scheduled, are the same as me. I'm worse, I think. You're worse than me. You'll stay up for, like, 46 hours straight. Yeah, there's... I get... If I am not very careful about, like, my sleeping pattern, I can get really severe insomnia. Yeah. Like, there were times when I... I think it was either just before I met you right when we first started dating where, like, I was I would go, like, almost 70 hours without sleeping. Yeah. Or, like, I'd go a whole week and I'd only sleep two hours a night. And I... Part of that was because I didn't have a set schedule, and part of it was because I wasn't taking care. I wasn't drinking water. I was eating garbage. Like, so I, I, I when I am taking care of myself, my sleep schedule is much more regular. You so. though, it was when we first met. Actually, you wouldn't spend the night at my house for a long time, even though you would you would stay there till like three a.m. and we'd hang out. But then you wouldn't sleep there because you couldn't sleep in other places because your insomnia was like so bad. Yeah, you needed like medicine to fall asleep in other places. Well, part of that too was like anxiety. That was yeah. when my anxiety was like the worst it's ever been. Yeah, when we first met, weirdly, and uh, like I, I would need to watch something until the point where my I could physically couldn't keep yeah. my eyes open and I fell asleep to fall asleep. You still do that to an extent, but it's not as bad as it used to be. Yeah. You you watch stuff to wind down, but it's not the same way that it used to be. Yeah, it's I much like, more relaxed. Yeah. You and definitely are much better scheduled now. Um y'all didn't have any similar interests when you first met. Um Pokemon Go. We did. We did meet during the time That's, of Pokemon. Yeah, that Go. was like one of our first dates. Was we played went and played Pokemon Go together. That was a lot of fun too. And we would do that too for dates when we were first dating. It was a really good date activity. Yeah, we also both liked going to concerts. We also both liked reading and like yeah, we liked TV shows that were similar and you know I yeah. feel like for the most part, like you only I atta- I really accredit us continuing to date to two things: the cat that I had at the time that we were dating, Olivia, Olivia I miss you. and. The, my HBO Go account because you watched the newsroom. He would stay at my house after I fell asleep just to watch the newsroom because you were so into it. It was a really good show. It was a really good show. It's one of my favorite shows, but we watched that show together a lot when we were first dating, and that was one of the reasons I think you stuck around long enough to like me. So yeah, really but we do have that. very different interests in almost everything. I else. think that's a good thing, though. Yeah, I like that we're very.
and we dabble. Like, I dabble in makeup world. You dabble in... Oh, like, and, like, even when we first started dating, I loved painting. I, was, I still love painting. I want to... We just don't have room for it here. But you would go to the park, and you would paint with me, and you would sit there, and, you, you know, know, we'd do stuff like that. Like, we did we did stuff like that. Um, you're not very affectionate to each other. Not publicly. Yeah, we... PDA is I very really, weird. PDA really... I'm like... The way that my family, like, I grew up that, like, if you are not, like, polite and proper in public, same. like, it, it gives me, like, crippling anxiety. Same, same. So, I like, very similar. Yeah, we're not very publicly PDA, but, I mean. Privately, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, you like Starbucks more than makeup. Me? No, I don't. I like makeup more. I don't really like Starbucks. I know. I do, though. Um, both of you would like to get more involved in activism and you deeply connect on politics. Definitely true. Very true. Definitely I think true. once the um, Panera Bread is over, we're going to start going to more protests. The what? The Panera, you know, the kids on TikTok call it the oh, Panorama. I guess I'm not on the same set of TikTok that you are. The, the Pemi Lovato, the Panera the, Bread. Okay. Um, once that's over, sorry, TikTok singing, we're like, once that's over, I think we want to start doing, especially locally, getting more involved in like protests and being able to go to things. And yeah. We really wanted to last summer, but we just couldn't risk it with the. My like dream educational path would be to go back and like get my doctorate and like something relating to disability issues and be like a educational disability advocate. Um, but I just, I don't have the drive in me anymore to go back and get a doctorate. You might though in a few years. Never I don't say know. never. I don't know. I just. I, Depends. You never know where life will take you. Try is high maintenance. Yes. I feel like in some ways, but I'm not in others. In some ways, yes. Well, what ways? I feel like I'm high maintenance in that every hour on the hour I need some type of attention. And then- <laughs> yeah, but more. Li- I was more thinking like, you're a picky eater. Like things need to be. Done I think a people would way. think I'm high maintenance in my appearance, and that is not true. No. Like I'll look like this for days, and I don't yeah. care if I didn't have to film. I really, especially in quarantine, I really would not do anything. But I'm definitely high maintenance when it comes to like food. Yeah. Um. Charles always thinks he's right. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I I definitely <laughs> definitely do that. Yeah. To be fair, though. You, you do that. You definitely do that. I am right. really smart. Okay. I'm just I'm no, just Charles definitely does always think that he's he's right. I And I think everybody in your life would agree with this assumption. Let me let me try me. and explain this, okay? I, well, you don't have to explain this. No, because no, I, I, I self-reflect a lot. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think that I think that I am right a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think if you have a well-constructed argument... Then I am by well constructed. He means if you have a law degree and you are able to lay out your points like a freaking lawyer in a murder trial, then yeah, you can if you convince can, him. If you can show, you like gotta come a, with points. Yeah, if you can show like a logical argument for why I'm wrong, I feel like I do. I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? That makes sense. Like I am wrong. But it takes a lot to get to that point. Yeah, you'll find. Well, I have to be convinced. I know. I know. You know. So okay. like, I definitely. I, but I mean, I don't know. 
I definitely think I'm right a lot of the time. But. It's okay, though. But I was thinking about that the other day because I saw a comment that was, like, on my, on my my main channel. And it was like, you just always think that you're right. And I was like, well, yeah. Would you share your opinion if you thought it was wrong? Like, would you be giving your opinion? Right. Like, who walks around thinking that wrong they're wrong? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, guess, I guess some people I, do. I but. feel like, would you share? Would I be so confident in my opinion I if know. I thought it was wrong? Like, of course I think that I'm right. Or I wouldn't be sharing the opinion that I'm The other sharing. thing is, too... And I know this might sound like douchey or like egotistical, mm-hmm. but like I have overcome a lot of challenges in my life, mm-hmm. and like I have got I you know I have a master's degree, like I, I've done, and with a disability, like I, I I have overcome a lot in my life, and I feel like I have a sense of confidence in myself that makes me think that I'm right a lot of the times. No, I love that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, like sense. I I. I and I'm not always right, but I don't know. No, I get it. You guys are super responsible with money. Well, one of us is. I First of all, <laughs> you literally will spend money on the most random things. Like, I'll look on the Amazon account, and you've randomly bought, like, random shit that we don't need. Like, like you definitely... the last thing I bought that we didn't splurge, need? You splurge. A candle for you. Okay, don't make me sound bad. <laughs> but what is the last thing I bought? No, you're definitely better with money in the sense that you just are way more frugal than I am. Like you, you don't, you don't need to buy anything ever. Like you could just—that's that's the real thing. Yeah, yeah, it's not about being more responsible. You're just way more frugal than I am. Yeah. So it's like for me, I enjoy—I don't know—my life, and I want to just enjoy the things that I own, and like I buy more things. I don't think either of us are irresponsible with money the way that we maybe used to be like a year and a half ago. I think both of us have gotten very much on track with money in the last like year. I really think that I was irresponsible with money last year. I think that we've never been the best with money up until the past hmm. year ago, when we really started. I just didn't with have any money to spend, so I was always. Well, neither did I at one point. Yeah. I guess. But even when I did, I see. I was the type that like I would rather have eaten like you know chicken and veggies and ramen and spend like $40 less on my groceries and then be able to like go like you know That's true. I do have like certain fun. things that I don't skimp on like groceries in some toilet paper yeah uh the essentials. The essentials. No, I think that it also too now that we've had this like weird influx in money with YouTube, I think we've had to be more responsible. Yeah. It's, it's kind of forced us to be more things responsible. Things I splurge on are things that I'll get a lot of use out of, like the TV or a PlayStation 5 yeah. or a new PC or things like that. Yeah, I would agree with I that. I don't really buy like, or like the one thing I will say I buy a lot of is like kitchen stuff. You love kitchen but stuff. But I cook. I'm the one who cooks, yeah. so like I was, I, I'm not judging you. Yeah. I feel like we've both gotten better, and I needed to get more better than you. Um, Charles is the more organized one of you both, but only because he owns less things. I, I think that's right on the money. That's actually completely accurate. Um, yeah, I'm definitely very organized. Uh, weirdly, I'm like obsessively organized with like digital things. Like my email is obsessively organized. The documents on my computer are obsessively organized. I'm like organized. If I, my makeup and clothes are organized. My my yeah. material possessions are very organized. Yeah, that's true. Like, and so I'm the one that'll go buy like clear acrylic containers for the kitchen, whereas you think that's stupid. Yeah. But if it's documents, then you think that it needs to be organized. I don't think that that's stupid. I just think it's a waste of money. My email, yeah, is like so organized. If I have like three unread emails in my inbox, like that's a weird 
Do you want to know something funny? Do you want to know how many unread emails I have? I know. It makes me physically ill. I have over 100,000 now. Physically ill. In my Yahoo account. I have everything in my I don't email. use that account really anymore, It's broken though. down into folders. I have rules directing things to certain places so they're in the right spot. Someone said, you don't really like HelloFresh. I love <laughs> HelloFresh. We actually really do love it. I, I think Hannah doesn't... He, Hannah eats the HelloFreshes that she eats... But, like, Hannah is a pick, more picky eater than I am. I am so. more likely to only eat a portion of the meal because I just, like, don't like the sides or something. Or I'll, like, pick stuff out. Yeah. Charles is more likely to just eat it as is. Like, yeah. I'm definitely a little bit pickier. But I love the service. I think the service yeah. is, like, a, the fantastic The nice idea. thing on uh, about HelloFresh is, like, there's you, you can pick from, like, 20 different meals. Yeah. There's always at least four, four or five that we can agree on yeah. that Hannah will eat. Usually I'll let him get one a week that's yeah. just for him. Yeah. Because I know, like, a soup or something that I know I'm not going to like. You, I really like it. soups, and I like making the HelloFresh soups because yeah. they're so easy. Yeah. Uh, and Hannah does not like soup. No. So I'll let him get, so. like, one a week. But, no, we actually genuinely like the service and, like, yeah. believe in it and think it's great. Um, let's see. I will say I do wish that – I the one problem I have with it – can I say this or no? Yeah. Is a, a lot of their dishes tend to have sour cream in them, and a lot of them tend to have dill in them. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, there's some re- repetitiveness mm. in some of the flavor profiles. Okay. But, I mean, I still like it. Yeah. We like it. Yeah. We're fans. Um, Hannah is the dreamer. Charles is the realist. hundred. <laughs> yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Definitely. Definitely. I, it's, I'm weird because I channel all of my, like, daydreaming creative energy into, like, D&D. Yes. You're so, very like, creative. So, like, I have, like, a really, I, I don't know, I, I, I put all that energy into a different place, whereas you, like, just think about the future, like, dreamily. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. But. Charles hardly ever cries or get or gets outwardly sad. He processes sadness internally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they really are reading us to filthier. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty like, true. You guys are on it with this. Yeah, I don't really, I don't ever really get, I mean, I do get sad. I just process it like on my own you don't bottle even, like, it up forever and then re- release it as anger i feel like you don't even <laughs> like processing with me or anything when stuff really bad happens you just need to be by yourself and just like yeah i just like to be left alone yeah you're definitely yes you are definitely but you also do a lot of self-reflection in time it takes you time but you definitely will like work through things at your own pace yeah. on your own time and like come to terms with them i feel like yeah definitely do that yeah um, you don't enjoy doing YouTube anymore, but it's for it's more for money, not a diss. It happens. We already kind of talked about that, though, right? I mean, we said, didn't we say that the two side channels are like the fun thing and the main channel is kind of like the job? Yeah, but I wouldn't say that I do the main channel f- only for money. No, I, I mean, but it's definitely more of I a like, job. Yeah, but I would say this question is asking if I do it for the money, and there's I don't think that's true. There's definitely weeks where if it wasn't for money, you wouldn't post. Yeah, but I don't know if that's because, yeah, I guess that's true, but I don't think it's necessarily like, I talked about this in a video that I'm posting, like, and later on my main channel this week, but I, I, I feel like it's less about, like, oh, you do it for the money, and more that, like, the money is an incentive to post more content, right. but I don't think I wouldn't post any content. I, I think it's like any job. Like, I, there's days I love teaching, mm-hmm. and then there's days that I'm only there because I need a paycheck. And I don't, yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes, and I, I, and I also think that had YouTube not taken off for me the way that it did, it would be very similar to how it was when I was first starting and I wasn't making any money. Yeah. I think that's just how it would have stayed. 
I don't think I it think was. The thing, the part of what people don't, like outside people don't get, is the amount of pressure. As you get bigger and bigger, the amount of pressure on you gets bigger and bigger. Because you know that any mistake you make will have bigger and bigger consequences. Yes. Like, if you say something wrong, even if you say something that people interpret a way that's different than you meant it, you'll get a hundred comments telling you you're wrong. Well, I also think, too, there's something to be said about the pressure of having the correct opinion. Because even if it's not wrong, or it's not like, you know, you didn't say something... I think your opinion is usually... uh, usually... No, it's not. Because I'll have videos like the video where I talked about makeup I'd never tried and I'd never tried a brand oh about makeup yeah Yeah, you'll have you'll have I'll have an opinion about a brand and I'm like well I just haven't tried it and you know I I don't really think they're interesting and people are like how fucking dare you you stupid bitch like and it's like you that's a lot to like well that's the other thing it takes the joy out of it a little bit when you're just trying to talk about fun shit and then people just tear it down you know 90% of your audience has come in in the past two years yeah so, like, I mean, I feel like you you don't proclaim yourself to be, like, a makeup expert, <laughs> but I feel like 90% of your audience doesn't, like, see that I because think, you have yeah. 300,000 subscribers. I think people think, well, you make money from talking about makeup, so you should know more about makeup. But I And I get that argument, like I do, but at the same time, like, you don't have to watch the video if you don't think I'm well-informed. And also, I think the reason so many people do like my perspective is because I sometimes am just like, yeah, I don't really know, guys. Like, I'm just going to do this. Like, I've never claimed to be a professional makeup artist. I've never claimed to be a professional anything. I just buy a lot of makeup. Like, I'm just a consumer. People definitely react with a lot more vitriol, like, coming to you making a mistake then because like think about it if these people were having a conversation with their friend and their friend was like yeah i don't really know anything about benefit cosmetics yeah like they wouldn't like do what they do (laughs) but i think because you're a person who is like a like i don't know what is the word you're like a a, an influencer right i mean you're in that community you're like somebody that people watch and respect your opinion when when people disagree with you they will levy a lot more hate towards you yeah. Because of that than they would otherwise. Which can make the job of talking about makeup especially. Weirdly, the commentary stuff I love doing, it's always a great reaction. Even when people disagree with me, it's usually for like, I can get it. The makeup stuff, I don't get the hate for the makeup content sometimes. And I think that's yeah. where it gets disheartening to post makeup content because I'm just like, man, this is just going to get roasted for one reason or another. Yeah. And it's just like that is a little bit hard to overcome so i guess in that sense i I do there's a money motivation there because i know i'll make money from doing it so it's like okay like suck it up and just do it but at the same time like yeah i would be a lie to say i'm not disheartened by some of the comments sometimes that get me down charles doesn't like to socialize with co-workers Co-workers. that one of my co-workers how did they know that's kind of true i don't uh yeah i don't like that i've got enough friends like here's the thing it's like i'm i'll be pleasant with my co-workers like i'll get to know them shoot the shit but i I don't it's not like i want to go out to a bar with them you know what i mean it's like and part of that also is because i work in a field where there is it's primarily female dominated Mm -hmm. and and the the uh, primarily the people who are at the school that I'm in are all 20 years older than me, yeah. 10 years older than me. So it's not like I'm going to go and watch a baseball game with my co-teacher who's like a 38-year-old woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that's not, not really common ground. Right. 
So I, I also think for us, we both, I'm this way too, we both have very strong boundaries in our lives where it's like we don't like them to cross over too much. So it's like you have your people. Yeah. And then it's like, these are your work friends, but they don't really cross those boundaries into like, these are your actual real life friends. And then you don't cross those. And then right. this is like, this is your friends you play video games with. These are the friends you game with. Like, you're the yeah. same way. You don't have a lot of crossover. Yeah. The other thing is, I don't really like advertise that like you do social media to like at work. Yes, you should. So, right. So, like, I don't really want to have that conversation. To have that conversation with people because yeah. I don't want that to, to. I just want to be like a normal teacher that just like goes in no, I, I don't it. know i don't know if that makes sense but that charles is nicer than you definitely not no. <laughs> definitely not that's one thing i can say that we both agree on perfect example of that in the most recent well not the second most recent recent vlog when you got honked at by a stranger you decided for some reason to pay for his bagel when i was like fuck him just like it, it, i don't know i just you and I have different approaches to things, and I yeah. think I think also I'm definitely a little bit more. Um, what's the word? I think I'm a little bit more like like empathizing with people's stuff, whereas you're more like you just need to like suck it up and get through it. You know what I, I mean? You have a you have a great embarrassment attitude with certain. Things. I feel like I am really good at analyzing other people's perspective, but then what I'm not good at is not not projecting my own stuff onto them. Yes. So like I can understand why somebody does something, but I'm like, but you shouldn't have done that, and it's stupid that you did it. So yes. then, I, so then it's like then I'm being mean because I yeah. can't empathize with them, even though I can understand their thought process. Yeah. I just think it's like dumb. Whereas for me, I can empathize with that. Yeah. I think we're a little bit, you know. Um, you always want to live in Rochester. Yeah. You know what? <gasps> no, hold on, hold on. Are wait, we moving? Where wait, are we going? Where are we going? I, I. Where are we going? I, hold on. Where are we living? For the foreseeable future. Oh my God, are we going to move I would one like day? to live in Rochester. <laughs> oh, I'm on. so excited. Take Where are breath. we going? Take a breath. But one thing that quarantine has shown me is I can still, like, keep up with my friends and not necessarily, like, see them in person. So I'm starting to become more open to the idea of moving someplace else. <laughs> you don't understand. But hold I'm on. Hold on. Me. If we did that, I would want to move to another country. Obviously. And I would still want to have a place to come back to. Obviously. No, you don't understand how excited this makes me because for our entire relationship, I am like a little, I bounce around places all the time. Like the fact that I've committed to staying in Rochester forever with him was a big commitment <laughs> for me because I really just like to bounce around to locations. Like before I met him, I lived in like six different cities. Like I move around a lot. Lot. And he, when he told me he'd never leave Rochester, that was the one thing that I was like, man, I'll do it. But like, man, is that because we, we agreed we'd still travel and stuff. But yeah. that sucks. If we could live in another country, like when we're older, that would be lit. Like, let's do it. I'm so down. Yeah, we'll Retirement. see. I, I like to be close to my family. Chateau in France. I would want to live in France. <laughs> I'm watching all of these um, YouTube channels about restoring chateaus in France. And it's fascinating. I, I never want to restore another property in my life. I know. Me neither. But. And wherever we go, just know that I'm going to open a garbage plate restaurant. No, that's fair. I'm going to spread it throughout the globe. Fair. I assume that Hannah is very down to earth. I mean, about some things. I think they mean about YouTube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, yeah. Other things. You, no. you were definitely a dreamer. And you definitely No, like, I think they mean like she has a big head about like YouTube or like career wise or like like I'm conceited about my career. Oh no. Like not I'm not at all. down to earth. No, okay. no, no, no. You're down to earth. I yeah. You you stay humble about YouTube. 
I have to. Yeah. I live with you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think in like at, you definitely have like lofty I, like the let's go live in a chateau yeah. in France, and I'm like no, because <laughs> like we would have to take care of it. So like you're down to the you're definitely. Of, the amount of times I spent pre quarantine looking at plane tickets for like the next day with you, like we could just go somewhere yeah, and just like leave no. and just like go on a vacation sporadic. How many times have you woken up and I've been like, well, like book just a vacation? Yeah, <laughs> like this random, thing. I just love I love doing stuff like that. Like I love just like spontaneously. Yeah. You know what, though? The one time that you got me caught up in it was when we booked the Italian cruise when we were I in. I got you. Oh, my God. I got and you then, so And good. look what happened. I look what happened. The global stop. pandemic, and we weren't even used to be able to use I, the Listen, credit. I did get you so good. Because it was in that moment. He's talked about this moment a million times, but it was when we were in Paris, and, like, the, the rain was falling, and he was so cozy. And I was like, we should do this again. I, I knew it was the moment to suck him in. You got me. And I was like, we're going to go to Italy. We're going to go on a cruise. Yeah. And recently, I booked us a trip. It's We don't know if we're going to be able to go. It's fully refundable if we can't go, but always get the refund packages. But we're hoping that by the end of the year in December, we'll be able to go to Hawaii for a week. We booked a trip mm-hmm. there, but I booked it without telling him. And my way of getting him in, I was like, there's a zoo. I was like, there's a Waikiki Zoo. Yeah. I was like, we can go there in the aquarium. And then I got him excited about it. So now we're going. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm a little crazy. I appreciate that you're so laid back about it you just like to go on vacations you don't really care it's true where we're going so Char- hannah hates when charles brings up he's been in a relationship for six years and his ex i don't know do you no i like your ex yeah i've talked to her a few times she's very nice i yeah i here's the thing is like i'm actively still friends with like multiple of my exes that's yeah yeah see, like, I, and i, I don't ever talk about the it no it. i don't ever talk about it but like i'm best friends with like some of my ex-boyfriends or like ex-people and like you don't really care about that and like i i don't really i've never cared about that like i fully believe that people who are exes can still be friends and like maintain a friendly relationship with each other yeah. so no i don't care that you dated some you had a life before me also it's not like i mean it's not like we ever it's not like that person is around like they don't even live no. in the same city no and she's so, also very nice she's yeah. never like she's you guys were broken up for like two years when we started dating yeah and she was she's never been anything but nice to me yeah i actually haven't even talked to her in like no and you do sometimes and but i don't really care about that stuff it's been like, like almost two years i think maybe when we were first starting to date it was a little <laughs> weird only because my only relationship had been for like a month so maybe in the beginning i was a little insecure about that but I do think that now as time gone on, no, I yeah, don't care less. I think, you know... When you're like, first dating, it's always a little bit like well, you don't also, really know. Well, also, I feel like if you date somebody for six years and then you break up just because, like, you don't work together, not because you, like, hate each other, like, it's hard to just, like, be like, oh, I'm never going to talk to this person again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Well, I also think going into it, that was a fear for me. Because you guys broke... It wasn't because of something... Yeah, I don't want to expose all your shit. But yeah. it wasn't because anything happened. It was just like, oh, it didn't work. So me, yeah. I was like, oh my God, does he just leave? Like you can, you know it's, what I mean? It was like, also it was six young. years, but we dated in high school. So yeah. like, we broke up when I was like 23. Yeah. No, I get that. And I think, I don't know, but you're, you're coming up on the high score. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Charles hates all the beauty gurus. I hate all of the beauty gurus. There's definitely some that I hate, but there's some that I like. Okay. This is a quick one. Charles secretly loves Hannah's taste in candles. We have opposite tasting candles. That definitely is not true. Complete yeah. opposite. I like warm, fruity, like chocolate. He likes. I want my house to smell like a grassland. 
Fresh like I want linen. the for the smells of the forest. Charles Lowkey wants to be an influencer. No. Don't get me wrong. I like I the like podcast. the podcast. Yeah. And I, I like reading comments and like having yeah. discussions with people, but I could never like I don't think you have the like the the want to build your own brand outside of like my world. No, I don't. Like I don't think you want to leave the smoky glow. I would universe. love to be a famous author. Yeah, that I think. Like, I would love to that. like write a book and people like it and be famous because of that. But I, I have no desire to like start my. You've even been like, well, do you even want? Do you want to like stream or? I, I might stream, but. I I've asked you before, and I because it's I think it's an obvious like assumption to make because a lot of YouTube couples do that. Um, but I think if Charles ever, I think it just isn't what it's not. Based on what you've said, sorry if you can hear Stella; she's upset, but it's just not something you've ever said you really wanted to. No, it's not something I really. No, Charles prefers his alone time more than Hannah does. Yes, absolutely. I hate being alone. Yeah. You can see her moving in the background. Can you? I don't know if you can see her the camera, but she's a little ghost. Yeah, um, I but I don't. I don't need to be alone. I just need to be able to do what I want to do. Because I don't, I would, I, if you want to sit in the same room as me and do what you're doing while I play video games, that's fine. Yeah. Or like, I, I even like the things that I do away from you, like D&D and board games, I'm doing like with other people. Yeah. So it's not necessarily that I need like alone time. Interest time. You want time for your interests. Yeah. I just need time to do the things that I want to do, whether or not you're on board with that. I agree with that. You guys fight a lot off camera and Charles gets annoyed at you often. I definitely get annoyed at you, like, twice a week. I would say we are good. If you're counting minutes in a relationship, I would say 90% of those minutes are fantastic. Yeah. And I would say the other 10% of those minutes are fighting and being annoyed with each other. And I think that's a I decent balance. I think it's balance. less than that. I mean, we don't even really? fight that often. It's just... I was more grouping we fight, in... When we fight, it's, like, long fights. Yeah, I was more grouping in, like, annoyance, yeah. too. Because I, I, I get annoyed for, like, two seconds, and then I let it go. And, like, that's – and same thing with you. Like, we'll get annoyed with each other yeah. for a second, and then we let it go. And I think that is part of it, you know? Like, we bicker Our fights – our fights are always, like – we won't fight for, like, three weeks, and then we'll have, like, a four-hour argument. Because Hannah has wants to process everything in the moment. And I'm, like – and that – I don't I'm, like, we need a process. Well. We need a yeah. resolution. We need a <laughs> – Yeah. Yeah. But, no, I agree. But I think that's we've we've gotten a lot better in our communication skills when arguing as well the past few years, and I think yeah. we've been able to shorten those arguments when they do happen. It's true. I would agree with that. We have brought Stella in. Stella the decided room. she didn't want to be in the crate anymore. She said so. no more. She said free me. Do you want? Hi. Do you want to pick one? You want to help? You want to take her? Yeah. I can take her too, but she just loves snugging with you. You have the magic touch with Stella. That's one of you, <laughs> one of you spends a lot of time scrolling on TikTok, guessing it's Charles. It's both of us. We both do. We are on TikTok so much. Yeah. It's like a lot. We definitely both are. Although TikTok lately kids. I've been replacing my TikTok time with uh, Duolingo time. You've been loving Duolingo. It's true. First in the Sapphire League. Boy, I just punched my mic. Okay. I think Charles is more stubborn when it comes to arguments. Definitely. A hundred percent. Not even a question. No, that's definitely, we've already covered that. Um, your political beliefs are very different than your family's political beliefs. Not so much. Your family is. My family is pretty, they're, yeah. they're not as um, 
extreme as I am in some of my beliefs, but they're definitely. Yeah, my uh, my dad's side of the family is, but only really just my dad. Yeah. Because my grandpa is my grandpa is very weird because he is. He has a lot of those old, outdated, not socially acceptable boomer beliefs. Yeah. But at the same time, he's, he's like, like a Democrat. Woke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like weirdly woke but in certain my ways. My dad is, uh, it, and I have opposite political beliefs. Yeah. Um, my mom, in my mom's side, they, my mom's side kind of is. Your mom is on the same side as us usually with it, yeah. discussions. I feel so, like your mom is pretty, we align pretty, with her. Pretty, pretty much. Uh, I feel like everybody pretty much aligns in some yeah. way or another. Um, Hannah has planned most of the wedding herself. Yes. But that ma- that makes it sound bad. Like I'm, you It would, makes me sound bad. You would prefer that I don't help you because yes. you want I, I don't care how things are no, with the exception of the garbage plate truck. Like you can pick whatever you want and you want you have very specific desires. How we have done the wedding is everything is okayed by Charles, with the exception of like the dress, obviously. Everything is a run past you. I've never once booked anything or done anything without right, asking right. you. However, you just don't care as much. So it's much easier for me to just like pick the things that I really want and yeah. then you don't care. Like the venue, you had already been there and you were like, yep, that would be fine. Like I'd be fine with the food you had a lot of opinions on, but we, yeah, we like worked through that. Like, you know, you guys laugh a lot with each other at each other and you enjoy just being together. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Can I say that the chupacabra thing? Oh no? my God. Yeah, I almost died. I I laughed so hard, I felt like my head was gonna pop. I save up my TikToks, and like every once in a while, we'll go through or watch like my TikToks that I liked. And there was this one that you might have seen with like a gorilla, an orangutan, and the orangutan like swings like a blanket at a taper. I don't know why they were in the same enclosure, but Hannah sees the taper and she goes, "Oh, it's a chupacabra." And I, I was, I looked at her for a second, and she's like, "Is it not a chupacabra?" I just wanted to impress you, and I laughed no, so fucking say, hard, I almost is, died. He is so snobby about his knowledge of animals. He's like, "You grew up watching the Disney Channel. You didn't learn anything about animals. Me and my brother know everything about animals." So I've been to so many goddamn zoos with you that I saw this animal, and my first thing that popped in my head was chupacabra. And so I thought, "This must be a chupacabra. You must be remembering some obscure knowledge from a zoo that you went to with Charles about this animal." And so I said it to try to be like, "Oh, listen, look, Charles, I pay attention to you when we go to zoos." And it wasn't a chupacabra. Apparently, isn't a real animal. It just exists. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed so fucking hard. I almost died. Yeah, that was a lot. Um, Stella, you being a good girl. Charles she's, thinks he is in good. charge, but really Hannah is. I don't think either of us are in no, charge. We, we, we pretty jointly. If anything, I let you make most of the decisions because I'm too lazy. <laughs> I just can't be bothered. That's very true. Pick something and I'll be okay with it. That's very true. Um, both of you aren't jealous romantic partners. Yeah, not really. Maybe more so at the beginning. But I would now... say in the first year of dating, there was that normal, not even jealousy, more just like you don't know if you can fully trust a person yet. Yeah. So you're kind of like, okay, like sussing it out. But I think once we got past the first year, we don't really have any issues with that now. Hi, Stella. He's such a good girl. She's, on a side note, she is so little. I don't know if you guys I'll let her stand up here. She's a little She's, baby. She is... She's like seven crumb. months old, eight She's months like, old. She's like, you guys, you're letting me on the table? This is new. She's eight months old, and this is how big she was. She's smaller She's... now than Oliver was the day we adopted him. That's not true, but. 
he he never no, weighed he was, eight pounds. Yes, he did. I thought he was eleven when we got we adopted. I don't him. think so. But she is this little bean. I don't, I don't think she's going to get any bigger. We think she's going to be a tiny one for some reason. Yeah. She's only eight pounds and she's like almost seven months old. So, um, I feel like Charles wasn't so much into social work issues until he met you. No. You've always been pretty. Yeah. I mean, I've always been this. I, That's one social. of the things I actually love the most about you. You want me to hold her? I feel like she wants yeah. to hold me for a minute. I mean, I was already in my master's program when I met Hannah. So, like, I was already being socially awakened. <laughs> I also feel like one of the first real things we ever did together was we went to this trip to visit my sisters in Washington, D.C. when they still Mm -hmm. lived there. And we went to this museum, and it was raining. And just randomly, there this huge, it was right when Donald Trump had been elected, there was this huge march for science happening that just happened to walk across, like, the street we were at. And Charles was like, let's join this protest. Like, let's walk. We saw Bill Nye. We saw Bill Nye. He was the leader. So we walked in the protest. And then uh, one of the things... It was, like, the very first moment I was, like, I am so in love with this person, like, deeply in love with you, was because you... No, seriously. I don't still remember what you're talking about. We finished the walk, and we were doing the walk back, and we were, you know, walking the opposite way of all the other protesters. And there was a guy there for some reason who was protesting. He was, like, a pro-life protester, but he was holding up this horrifically triggering sign that was just... Had these images on it that were so horrifying and, you know, people, and Charles was like, we're going to stand in front of this sign. He was like, I'm not going to let women, you know, see this. I, you know, they came to this march to, you know, speak up for science. We're not going to let these women see it. And it was pouring rain. And he stood in front of that sign for, we did, for three hours. We stood in front of the sign until the whole march had passed. And Charles was like, yep, now we can go because everybody's pretty much passed. But it was the, one of the first moments. And we just chanted and, like, you know, participated in the march and cheered people on. Yeah, and it was one of the first. about that. It was one of the, well, it was one of the first moments that I met somebody who, who was so passionate your convictions but you also showed it showed it you didn't just talk about it you actively were like no i'm going to show it by standing up for women and believing in women right now and that was such a powerful thing for me because like not that my guy friends aren't you know they care about all that stuff but like you really you cared you know and i was like wow that's such a powerful amazing thing and that was one of the first moments i was like yeah keeper (laughs) so you've always (laughs) thank you you've always cared you've always cared I, i have Thank you. You're a very good girl. She is uh, a lick monster. She will, she like obsessively, compulsively licks. I assume people judge y'all a lot based on your appearance. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Not, not for me, not because I'm like fat, but because of the braces. Yes. Like the amount of time, this used to happen all to me all the time when I was a teenager. We're going to, soon we're going to, upcoming, we're going to do a, disability podcast where we talked about how we want to talk about it because we both have some stuff um i when i was growing up the biggest thing that always used to like piss me off is like i'd be out with like friends or with my parents or whatever and you see somebody notice your braces which is fine like i don't care i would look i'd probably look too like they make a noise like i don't care that people look but like when you were talking to like a salesperson or somebody, you see somebody look at your braces and you see them click that they're like, okay, this person must not be like self-reliant or whatever. And then they talk, they ask a question about you to the person that you're with. Mm. So they would be like, they like, I would see them look at my braces and then be like, look at my mom and be like, what can we get him today? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or stuff like that. I think that you want that, that really like irritates me. Yeah. But... It hasn't had so much now happened so much that I'm now that I'm older. No, but. yeah. I think too sometimes people will like mock you and that makes that happened once when we were out. We were at a mall 
and this woman was with her children. Yeah, this is was... what made me so angry. She was with her kids. And Charles's braces make a clicking noise. And it sounds kind of like you're walking with high heels. Like, it's like a click noise. Yeah. And um, this woman looked at his braces, looked back at him, and then mimicked, like, tap dancing with her daughters and, like, pointed at the braces and was, like, pretending to, like, do a <laughs> tap dance. And I, I, I am not the type to, like, you know, be be verbally confrontational with people but the in that moment i would have ripped her face off in an argument like i was so angry and not yeah. even because she was mocking you because i know that you really it slides off your back a oh, lot easier okay. it wasn't even about that it was the fact that she was teaching her children that it was okay to mock somebody who needed those leg break you know what i mean like that's what bothered yeah. me about it was that it was in front of her kids and she was like mocking you in front of I her didn't, children i didn't even see that particular incident no so, but i think i think people yeah, I would agree with all of your assessment there. I think that it's just kind of a inevitable. I mean, yeah, my whole family thought it. my sister goes, "Does Charles have polio?" And we were like, we were like, because I didn't tell them about the braces before they first met him because yeah. I didn't think it mattered. I because I forget, you know. And Charles was like, "No, no, no, you like have to tell people." <laughs> Remember the time we were at the we were at the Bible Museum. And we went with my whole family for Thanksgiving, my whole extended oh, family. Man. It's like my aunts and uncles, my cousins. And we're at the Bible Museum, and some guy comes up to Charles and goes, can I ask what's wrong with your legs, brother? He called him brother. And Charles, who's used to this shit, was like, he was like, oh, you know, like, you know, it's just, I have, I have a, a like, I have something, this, I have to wear these leg braces. I, I, before you say this, I have to say, this is, this is a very, um, un, well, it does happen, but this is a very... A unpopular thing in the disability yes. community. What I did, yes, I, I don't. My beliefs don't always align with the disability community in general's beliefs. I think you're entitled to have a different and opinion. And I think, yeah, I think part of that's because I do. So I, I'm privileged enough to kind of have a have a foot in both worlds. Yeah. Because I am, I am physically disabled, and I'm visually like you can tell that by looking at me. Yeah. But at the same time, my disability is mild enough that I haven't been affected by a lot of the issues that people within the disability community have. Yes. So go ahead and say that. So he, this man comes up and he goes, what's wrong with your legs? And Charles like kind of briefly explains it. And he goes, would you mind if I say a prayer to heal you? And in my head, I want to be like, what the fuck, my guy? Like, I was mad. Like, I was angry. Charles was like, sure, like, if that will make you, you know, feel better. So the guy prays. He puts his hand on Charles. He prays for him. And my aunt is standing there. <laughs> it's like, this yes, very, aunt. my it's aunt, like... my aunt from on my dad's side, my aunts on my dad's oh, side man. are very, like, upstanding women. Like, they're very, like, they're from Connecticut, one of them. This one is from Connecticut. She's a very, like, you know, she's a very nice woman, but she's just very sort of, she was mortified. And my cousins are standing there, and they're all staring at me, and they're like, they're like, do we say something? And then my aunt comes up, she goes, are you okay? She's like, that was so disrespectful. Yeah. And I think you try to play it off, because it's like, you obviously don't Here, want to make a big deal. Here's the thing We also that. were at the Bible here's Museum, Here's the thing with so that, is we one, we were at the Bible We should have known that some shit like but, that was going to happen. Something like that is so much, it doesn't, like, that person is coming to you with a genuine belief that they are going to do something to help you. Yeah. And maybe, like, we okay, don't buy that, it's it's a little infantiling, infantile, I don't know how you say that no, word, I but it's a little mean. bit, it's a little degrading. bit degrading. Yeah. But, like, I would so much rather somebody do that and, like, feel like, I, I, I would so much rather somebody do that than, like, somebody do with, like, what Hannah did. Or what I mean, the story that you told. 
Like the tap dancing. Yeah. Yeah. So like when, we're, when we're in a place that's like the Bible museum yeah. where or like in a church, if somebody does that, I'm not going to like if, get mad about it because it's coming from a place of kindness. It's just missing guide, misguided. I will say. And that person is like not knowledgeable on the issues. Something that's been very interesting just as, as a side note that from dating you but also working in disability activism because I did a lot of work with that mm-hmm. the, the parallels between trying to navigate following your lead and what you want because obviously I don't want to overspeak what you're feeling and you know what you believe is the right course of action but also knowing all of what I know about disability activism yeah. is very difficult sometimes I don't because always... in my head I want to be like go fuck yourself but then Charles is I'm like I have to let him take the lead on how he wants to handle it because it's your individual thing yeah. like I can't overspeak and nobody can nobody can right. overspeak of what you think is yeah. what you how you want to handle it plus you know? in a situation like that it's like right. they could just say a two minute prayer or if you say no it could turn into a confrontation yeah. like it's Like, let that person go, feel like they did something good for the day. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. It was, uh, yeah. I think it's interesting, though. But I get, I do get why other people would care. It's just, I, I, it doesn't bother me. No. But. Stella says, All right, we got to wrap it up. Yeah, we've been talking for too long. But we want to thank you guys so much for watching this podcast and hanging out with us. And we'll keep you updated on the vaccine situation. Yeah. You got a little Stella glow here. She's, she's such a, a good girl. She's so cute. She's it's hard to see. Girl. It's hard to see her face on camera because she she's so dark, but she is so she is, cute. She is stunning. Like she, I know everybody says this. She's a beautiful dog. Like yeah. she's so beautiful. She's really whatever cute. little mixes you got in there. Very good. Yes. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for watching this. And yeah, I think that's everything. Yeah. We'll have another fun podcast next week. Woo 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 woo. We'll let you know on the vlog on the other channel. Hi, sweetie. She was looking at you like, what are you letting us know? We'll let them know how the vaccine went. Yeah, we will. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.